been 10 years since my brother Stephen died. I wouldn't have even realized it was today if my sister hadn't posted it on Facebook. I feel overwhelmed by things left undone. Today's one of those days where my clothes just don't feel right. Nothing feels right. It's as though I can't find my bearings. I find myself questioning whether I've lived my life right. Is there any way we can ever really know? Or is it only when we pass over that we see that it all played out just the way it was meant to? Maybe it was the reminder that today, 10 years ago, I found out that my brother had died. I was at my youngest daughter's birthday party in the park, and I fell to my knees as my sister's words echoed through the phone. A piece of me I barely knew had been torn away from me. An older brother who'd left town and moved out west when I was too young to know him and really I'd only seen him five times in my entire life. A sibling relationship left undone. I think he always felt like a misfit, trying to find his way through life. That much I know we had in common. My brother married and had four boys, all named after cowboys. Jesse, Shane, Wyatt, and Clayton he was a cowboy at heart. He roamed the West on his motorcycle instead of a horse. I believe he only ever felt truly at peace on a bike. He literally flew through the air and denied gravity on his motocross bike, winning championships against riders far younger than he, well into his 30s and 40s. He'd been busted, battered, and broken riding his dirt bike and his street bike, but he always got back on. Aside from his four boys, it was his one true love. He couldn't find the pulse of who he was unless he was on a bike, and it haunted him through his days. He struggled to be the best dad he could to his four boys and to understand his own difficult relationship with our father. I can only assume that all of my brothers struggled in their relationship with my father. Maybe because my dad had a hard relationship with his own father. As one of 13, I think it was, he was likely barely seen or acknowledged. I was the youngest of five and that's how I felt. Generational trauma, that's what they call it. The family dynamic handed down again and again. But when does it end? My mind goes to my other brother, Brian, who passed away 20-some years ago, eight months after my dad died. It occurred to me this morning that my brother, Stephen, who was also known as Carrie died on June 5th. My brother Brian died on May 5th. My father, January 25th. Surprising, or maybe not, that both of my brothers died from the exact same cause. 
alcoholism. They had something that was described to me as varicose veins in their neck, or in their throat, rather, which had ruptured. Brian lived nearby me as I got older, so I saw him more throughout my life, way more than I saw Stephen. But I only knew two sides to him, the athlete and the alcoholic. He's, his love of sports rivaled only by his need for alcohol. That is, until he became a dad. Then he had a similar struggle to Stephen. Trying to be the best father he could be to his two girls, Sarah and Brienne. Brienne, who was born on Brian's birthday. Struggling to be the best he could be amidst, amidst a tumultuous divorce and a loss of identity. His young girls barely got to know him. His youngest, following in his footsteps as an athlete and on a never-ending quest to find who she is because she only has a few memories of him. She feels uprooted. Stephen was happy when he was on his bike. Brian was happy on the water. It was where their soul was at peace and the rest of the inner turmoil seemed to fall away. Which brings me to Cam, my other brother. Closest in age by three years. I looked up to him. He was my hero. He was who I shared every Christmas with growing up and where my happiest child memories came from, waking up and going to his bedroom so we could open our stockings together. And yet, my most traumatic memories were of him too. The drugs, the temper, the suicide attempt right in front of me, the blurred lines between protector and abuser. Funny thing is, when I looked at old pictures, of my family this morning, I saw something I'd never seen before. This little blonde-haired boy's arm around me, his little red-headed sister, as I sat in my high chair, and he posed for a picture with our older sister. And then another photo of the five of us with him looking at me as my brother Brian held me in his arms. He loved me. They all loved me. They likely adored me. That little red-headed baby of the family and the second daughter to Bruce and Phyllis Hook and the fifth of five children. My sister clearly loved me and was happy to finally have a sister after three brothers. And yet here I am, 49 years old. I'll be 50 this year. And I feel like I'm of another tribe. I feel like I've spent so much of my life alone, empty, devoid of the family ties that remind you of who you are and from where you come. I have very few childhood memories because of Cameron's influence in my life, but I don't blame him. I used to. I now know and understand 
He must have struggled with his own demons. I suspect he still does. I don't talk to him, but I hear the odd update from my mom. It's actually amazing to me that he's still alive after all the drugs he's done over the years. The seizures, the blackouts, the self-inflicted trauma. I remember picking him up from a jail once. And as soon as he got in the car, he lifted his shirt to show me several clean slices across the stomach. And he went on to tell me how he'd had a seizure and fell forward on a broken glass. Maybe that was the story he told the police when his girlfriend at the time had him arrested after an argument. But to me, it was just another lie. I'll never know what demons my three brothers ran from. But I do know that they were all good souls. Even Cam, who I hated for much of my life. So much that I prayed to God when I was little, asking why I got such a jerk for a brother. And asking what I'd done wrong. And that was before the trauma. But those pictures from my earliest days showed a little blonde-haired boy who loved his sister, and that's what I'll hang on to. Although I'm still not talking to him. And my poor sister, she had her own trauma to deal with, including an alcoholic husband. But she's a fighter, and she found the strength and courage to leave him and build a better life for her and her son and daughter, which she most definitely did. I'll never know my dad's history or what it was like for him as a child with so many siblings. All I really know is that he played hockey and was an amazing goalie, and that's how he met my mom. What I do know is that he did the best he could for his family, and I suspect he had his own demons too, which my mom used to call his black moods, and we knew to steer clear of him. And there's my mom, my dear little mom, who's as spry at 87 as I am at 49, who never misses a birthday or a big event in our lives and will join us for a road trip anywhere. When it comes to family ties, ironically, she has the fewest. Given up for adoption as a baby, she never knew her birth parents, and as far as I know, she was adopted at three and her adoptive father died when she was still quite young. I also recall a story about her falling into the, I want to say Thames River, if there's one in Chatham, Ontario, as a youngster and being rescued by an older boy. It's sad that I don't know more, and what's even worse is that I likely don't even have any of this right. But what I do know is that she's a strong woman. Losing two of her sons and her husband living on her own, still, at 87. She's amazing. I do know that her happy place will always be the cottage where we spent our summers, and it's mine too. She loves the water and traveling and her family more than anything. So today, on the anniversary of my second oldest brother's passing. I live this day for my kin, for my family. I live this day for all of you, both near and far. I'm sorry for any 
mistakes I've made along the way. But as with everybody else in my family, my intentions were good. And I love you all. And Stephen, I know you're smiling down on all of us. With Brian. <laughs>